Welcome to Scenes of Beauty, a platform that is here to empower you to embrace your most authentic self and celebrate your own version of beauty, whatever that might be. I'm Chloe and I'm making it my mission to help people find and live their truest selves. If you're enjoying listening to the podcast and taking things away from it, hit the follow and subscribe button, share with friends and on your socials. I'm at the very beginning of the Scenes of Beauty journey and it helps more than you know to grow the platform. Okay, so this is a really raw and real episode for you this week. Linny is an incredibly beautiful beauty influencer and content creator that I invited onto the podcast because I just adore everything that she is and everything that she stands for. Our conversation is really honest. It's it's beautiful and also super cute with lots of little laughs. <laughs> Linny opens up about representation of darker skin tones within the industry and what it means to her to be showing up as a darker skinned girl in the space. Her passion and drive for change is truly remarkable and in my opinion something that we all need to hear and really learn from. She shares her journey of how she became a content creator, the makeup and skincare brands that she's loving right now, how she deals with trolls and everything in between. Here's her version of beauty. Hey, Lenny. Hey, Chloe. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm really great. It's really hot today. <laughs> we're, um, we're recording in Soho in London and it's... Boy. <laughs> it's like a greenhouse. <laughs> we are. In a, we're in a greenhouse. We've even got like four full chairs and stuff. But um, thanks so much for joining me. Of course. Um, really appreciate it. I know we've been back and forth trying to get this in the diary, but... I was quite passionate about having you on because I love what you do in terms of the beauty space Mm -hmm. um, and I love what you represent and I love kind of the looks that you create and the passion that you've got on social. So before we kind of delve in, do you want to just talk a bit about who you are and what you do and the journey to kind of where you came from to where you are now in terms of beauty and skincare? Okay, nice. Um, I always hate like introducing myself because like I don't know what to say. Um, so I guess I'm a beauty content creator. I- hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do like TikTok, Instagram, potentially YouTube, basically everything and anything, um, anything beauty related. And I've only been doing this about a year and I want to say like six or five months now, which is kind of crazy. 
I studied PPE at university. What's then, PPE? Oh, right. Um, I always forget that people don't know what PPE <laughs> is. I'm like, yeah, it's PPE. Uh, so it's politics, philosophy, and economics. Okay. And when I left university, I was gonna, I was working in the civil service, and I was joining the Fast Stream, which is a graduate program. And during all that time, my manager was poaching me for a good six months. And I was doing like social media. I was just doing this as fun. Like I was literally working for free. I had no idea people were getting paid <laughs> a lot of money to be, um, yeah, to be posting things online. And yeah, I was just doing it for fun. I was just like, yeah, this is so cool. Like, wow, this is free product. Wow, this is my life is amazing. I have a nine to five job. I have a great pension. Why would I want to leave? And then my manager told me like, no, you should be paying a lot of money. And, that's why I kind of, that was one of the reasons, but I would say the main like reason I quit my job and the self-service was finally like realizing, wait, like I feel like there definitely needs to be a space for people who look like me. And I did not see that. I especially don't see a lot of South Asians, period, in like the influencer space or the beauty industry anyways, but like, dark skin South Asians none and zero zilch so I was like okay listen I had to talk myself into it I had to prep myself into it and say you have to quit your job leave your pension behind leave your nine-to-five stable job like this is just before like during like covid as well and things were looking rough in um economically so I was like okay do I really want to do this and I'm so glad I did because I feel like the success has been in crazy insane Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's um I don't really know where to start um so how so you had a normal nine-to-five Quite a serious job. A very serious job. And I guess beauty was then just a passion. It was, yeah. Yours, like a hobby, I guess. Yeah. And you were trialing and erroring products and playing with different formulas and brands and stuff. um, And then creating content for them. How did your manager approach you? What what was her chat? She was like... um, what are your future plans? Well, my future plans, I told her then, was to become an MP. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) It's not funny, I'm just laughing because... (laughs) The two are so bloody different. I I really wanted to get into politics. Good for you though. I thought that's where I was going to make actual change because that's what I really wanted to do because I really wanted to be... I was... Back then, I was really a strong activist. I want to say, like, really driving towards change radical change but once you go into the government what's up working in the government you start to realize yeah this is actually not going to happen mm-hmm. like your dreams and ambitions of making change yeah that's that's just very minuscule and very very difficult to do so when I started talking to my manager my manager told me well have you ever thought about the changes that you can make in the beauty space and I kind of never really explored that or even thought about that and I realized I could be making a bigger change in the beauty space than in in politics and she kind of made me look at it in a different aspect and I was like oh okay and she also told me that people get paid a lot of money and I was like 
do they really? Because mm-hmm. to me, it was like, you're just posting a picture or like making a video. Like, this is what I do in my f- like spare free time. It doesn't feel like a job at yeah. the time. I was like, oh, this is so fun. I would love to do it. But um, yeah, I think that's that's when I started realizing when I first like signed with her and realizing like the amount of jobs that she'd be able to like find. Yeah. And so beauty at that time, and I guess still now, like, did it have, a di- we'll go into like dark skin and, mm-hmm. um, and kind of appreciation and colorism in a sec, but did beauty mean more to you than just playing around with products and being passionate about putting different looks on your face? Or was it, did it just make you feel a type of way or... Um, so fun fact, I did not have my foundation shade until Fenty Beauty launched. Mm -hmm. So that was back in 2017. So that entire time I used to have PTSD when I was going into like boots or super drug because it was just so like traumatizing seeing like, like 20 shades of beige and like no, and even if there was one dark shade, it was too, either way too red or way too pink. And if you know that dark shade really doesn't see any, I haven't seen a single dark person with that similar sh- shade. So it was very like, okay, I see this is not a place for me. Maybe I'll just move elsewhere, which is why I kind of like have a bit of an if towards like drugstore makeup still, because it's still really bad. So bad. <laughs> it's bad. <you> <laughs> Um, and how do I love beauty? I think I've always, I think I've always been very, very creative. Like, um, when I was young, I was modeling. I was also in theater. I loved like the arts in just in general, like painting and things like that. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, but playing around with these products did... And maybe that came when, like, you were introduced to Fenty or when Fenty mm-hmm. launched and you started playing with darker shades that made you feel good. Mm-hmm. Did, or did it make you feel good? Did it... Does does beauty have, like, a... Does it tug at something inside of you? Like, does it ignite something or... I think it's nice to feel included in something, like, mm-hmm. in a hobby. When you see other people doing something, it's nice to feel like oh, you can also do it too and enjoy it. Like for me, skincare is very therapeutic because it's just a nice time to like unwind and take off your makeup and like really just pamper yourself. And it's just so nice to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But with like makeup, it's fun to try new things. I feel like my face is more of a canvas. Yeah. And I think that kind of stems back into my like art love for art because I love just like playing around with like colors and being bright like I dye my hair like recently I'm dyeing my hair constantly and I love (laughs) changing the color so I just love like playing around with stuff yeah yeah that's good um and it's just so interesting having these conversations and, and knowing and learning about what what it means to different people you know um Again, just going back to that conversation you had with your manager Mm -hmm. um, and that opportunity to spark a conversation and make change for darker skinned girls and people in the beauty space. What, what, did that ignite something in you? Like, what was the thought process there? Because, I mean, you have and you are doing um, and it's great to see. um, But just, yeah, when those initial conversations were happening... I would say 
I start okay, so a lot of the comments I get on my Instagram um were like, Wow, I've never seen someone who looks like me mm-hmm. in this kind of space, which is was which was really reassuring knowing that I was doing something right. Yeah. And that sort of like validation kind of like kind of motivated me to do this full time. Yeah. And I think that that was I think that was the trigger rather than like my manager like pressuring me. I would say it was more so people online and wanting someone and wanting wanting a figure for them to like fight for them I guess yeah because it's like the average person doesn't have the time to do so and also like being in a space and having being in a position of power and being in space is something that I really want to be at in the future where I can actually make decisions and changes and like talk about foundation shades and talk about like wait something has gone horribly wrong here like this shade range is awful um and making products potentially future maybe I don't know yeah so just want to talk a bit about like products obviously Mm -hmm. you know you've flagged Fenty doing really good things for kind of darker skin and darker shades um and you wear their foundation which are the brands are you loving at the minute that are really doing it well um so I feel like I have three favorite brands at the moment one is Fenty second is Rare Beauty and three would be Nars And the reason, it's so funny because two of the favourites are celeb-based makeup brands, which people are very like, oh, why are celebrities going to, like, beauty? It's very weird. But honestly, I think it's one of the best makeups, like, makeup that I've tried. And the thing is, they've already had that, like, with Fenty, they've kind of... Yes, like, for example, MAC, they've had, like, loads of shades. But the fact that it's Fenty that, like, kind of advertised themselves as being very diverse and being Mm. very inclusive is what kind of dragged them and kind of made them very successful is because having that Rihanna as a black woman who is a face of a brand, I think, has really driven them and their success. Yeah, they're almost, like, they're doubling down on, you know, Rihanna, but also... They're actually following through with their word, you know, in terms of their delivering on on their promise, which yeah. which is important, right? Completely, and even like during the campaigns or things that um, that they're, that they're launching, Rihanna's always there, like with a new product, advertising it on their on her Instagram, and it's very like this close kind of relationship with the brand. Whereas like some other beauty brands don't have that. Um, we kind of just like, oh, okay, we see them. We don't really see them liking them that much. Um, but with Rihanna, it's very consistent. And even with their campaigns, their beauty campaigns, it's so diverse. It's so like mm-hmm. eye catching and drawing. Like, wow, you see yourself in there. Or there's some kind of familiar, familiar, familiarity. Yeah, that word, <laughs> that one about it. And it's very like, yeah, that's what I would say. Is um is Fenty like a dream brand to work for? I know you work with them a little bit, but um, would you look like what would you love to do like in the beauty space? I think okay. So first, before before wanting to work with them, I actually really wanted to model for them, mm-hmm. but I don't know how to do that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to get into like beauty campaigns. That's like also one of my dream 
goals as well mm-hmm. um but then again I don't know I don't I think like models get paid well so it's a maybe I'm like mm. so I'm an <laughs> R-ing on that but it's fine because I, I kind of when I did modeling it wasn't for the money it was just like for fun mm-hmm. um my dream I think obviously I would love to meet Rihanna. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why have I not said that? That's the first, first thing. Um, yeah, I think that, that that that's that's the first thing. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Oh god! <laughs> Every girl who's listening is just like, ah, I want to do that okay, too. Yeah. <laughs> and also knowing that Rihanna actually like probably knows your face because she put she she does see like the fence beauty. She sees everything and sees people who are posting, yeah. and she picks people for the campaigns as well so that's very like maybe she does know my face maybe oh she definitely does girl she does manifest that shit manifest you've also worked with some like huge huge brands like topicals and rummel um and that must be really cool to to kind of see your face on oh and just to work with such huge brands that have i work used to work for rummel and you know their audience is can be quite young so it must be amazing to be able to represent in that sphere yeah. as well oh 100 percent. i think the thing about drugstore is knowing that like rimmel and elf and other like makeup revolution they're very very accessible and it's knowing that yes someone might not be able to afford fenty but some a young girl can easily afford like Romo instead mm. and knowing that hey okay Linasha likes this skin tint from Romo maybe I should go and try that out yeah. and it's definitely affordable it's in my budget range and I'm like yes um so that's that's really really important to me as well and also like sometimes drugstore products are better than mm-hmm. high-end products <laughs> like El- Elf is Alpha is really fucking good. Like, they make the best dupes. And they're very, very inclusive as well, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybelline under eye concealer, fucking phenomenal. I don't know what the what it's actually wait, called, but sponge. The, the eraser? Yeah. Yes. It is sick. Wait, you, I've wait, got you like really it? dry under eyes. Do you hate it? I hate it. Oh, do you? Yeah. I love it. Okay, and maybe we need to try it again. I just try love it. it. And you have dry under eyes, because I have dry under eyes. I have really dry under eyes, yeah. Okay, um, I'll try that. It, it does bits for me. Okay, fine, I'll need to try that. Okay. I'm into it. Um, but yeah, I hear you. I think um, I've worked in both luxury and high street, and you're right, you can you can get incredible products. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's not a secret that I used to work for the Inky List, and their skincare has changed my life like the comments I get on my uh-huh. face now like yeah. your skin is like heaven is it know, is and it's all from it's, the inky list so I need your skincare regimen because I have yeah. yeah I'll show you I'll show you <laughs> um, but yeah um on makeup yes so you're always super glowing and glowy what's your tip for being like da-da have arrived. Um, so a skincare hack that I've just recently found is um, using your serum, your skincare serum, on top of your makeup instead of using a highlighter. Oh. So you look like you're glowing within. Okay. Rather than like that harsh, like shimmer, like 
color on your skin, you just have that natural like glow. It's kind of like adding Vaseline, but it's not like Vaseline is a bit too sticky and greasy. Yeah. But a serum just, sorry, a serum just like adds that glow and within like it's so so beautiful. Um, Keys Soul Care do a really nice one. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah. Thanks for that because I find it hard to get glowy skin sometimes that doesn't get too oily yeah. after a couple of hours or whatever so definitely give that a go um just moving on to kind of dark skin appreciation mm-hmm. and obviously I, the the question that kind of comes to my head is why is that so important but it's it's obvious but in kind of your terms like why is it so important it's important for me because, well, there's not a lot of people that look like me being represented in this, like, in the beauty space and, like, TV, like, everywhere um, in this industry. In the mainstream industry, it's just, like, we don't see someone who looks like me. And I also don't see myself in Bollywood, which is very, very difficult for me to say. Like, it's very... What is your background? What's your... So, I was born in Sri Lanka. Oh, I probably should have said that. I was, yeah. born, I, was, I, was, I was born in Sri Lanka and I moved here when I was about, like, three, four years old. Mm-hmm. And I would say, like, the South Asian community is tough. Mm-hmm. It's really, really tough. If you're someone who is of a dark complexion, if you look in, a, in some sort of way that averts... Mm-hmm away like from like whiteness you're instantly like told you're ugly which is really really crazy um they kind of perceive being fair as um the style of beauty um people who are rich wealthy you know uh people who are destined to be married whereas like people who are of a deep complexion are looked on as someone who's like poor um, ugly and often demonized which is also very like crazy to me um yes. it's it's really really crazy and even like in Bollywood like you don't you will never see someone who looks like me ever which is crazy that's that's like mu- yeah. like do you know what I mean like that's yeah. Bollywood um and I think it's it's hard for anyone that looks like me to even grow up, just even growing up, because there's things like lots of pressure to do like bleaching creams and using Fair and Lovely or just trying to lighten their skin just to like fit in, which is really, really difficult and hard. I've had a lot of like um, girls who've messaged me and said, Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAS10. That's S-O-N. L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. 
I'm either pressured to do it or I've used it and now I've messed up my skin and now my skin is literally falling off and it's it's insane and people don't realize like the actual damage when you do bleach your skin like you're instantly like risk to like skin cancer immediately um and even like that external pressure of you know I've talked a lot with a lot of different guests about pressures from outside that are just ridiculous but that is fucking horrendous like it's the norm like that it's normal like for a girl to be given like fair and lovely or like a bleaching cream when fair and lovely is like a skin lightening it's a skin lightening product in India yeah and it's this, it's so normalized. Like you watch, you put on turn on the TV and you see people talking about like, yeah, I'm using this lightning cream. This is how I look. I really want to like lighten my skin. This is how to do it. It's even just like normalizing adverts. And even now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really bad. So I don't think I, I don't think, I don't think it's going to change anytime soon in Bollywood but I definitely do see a bigger change or I see things like um I don't want to glamorize the west but I definitely do see like the west kind of like triggering things like for example um having two dark-skinned Tamil actresses in like a big Netflix show that's huge. Yeah. Like, you don't see that ever, 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 ever. And that's massive. Um, I think slowly those sort of things will kind of, like, snowball, like, kind of have yeah, a snowball yeah. effect into it. Um, and, yeah, but that's also why I've started my account, because it's like, you can't be serious. You, you can't yeah. tell me, like, like, whiteness is what we should strive towards it's 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 yeah and even that like even just like having even within the community not having um some pressure of like tvs or like um movies and things like that but you have like (laughs) the south asian like aunties and like family members who will pressure you so it's 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 a force of like everywhere like it's just not only like like watching the TV or seeing like models or actresses, it's, it's everyone that's kind of normalized. So you kind of just like, there's no other option. If you say no, well, then you're not gonna be like yeah. married off or yeah. whatever, or you're not having the career prospects that you want to have. Yeah. And if oh, my, my question was gonna be if someone is feeling that way, what do they do about it? But that's a really hard question to answer because I guess it depends on if they follow you from the States or from the UK or from Sri Lanka or from India where it's more prevalent, you know, to bleach your skin. But how have you kind of overcome, or maybe you haven't yet, or like self-acceptance is where I'm kind Mm -hmm. of going with this and just because I've read kind of a bit of stuff that you've posted online and I'm sure you've felt pressures of wanting to lighten your skin before. So how have you come to terms with this is me and I love it and this is my colour and this is my body? And um, I would say, weirdly enough, 
I would say it's looking up to black women who are also a similar shade to me and them also feeling very like confident in their skin so someone like I used to love when I was younger watching was Pam she like she was just the like idol to me because I was like wow she's stunning and also Naomi Campbell like wow like seeing other women who was very very like also very dark but also very beautiful like actually perceived as beautiful I'm like hmm that made me think okay is that possible for me is that also possible for me to feel accepted and feel beautiful in my own skin I'm like yes yeah and also having that validation online from like other girls who say like look you are also beautiful that makes me like it's like another affirmation I guess yeah 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 it's a real that's just blown my mind a little bit <laughs> like that whole it's just such a tough conversation even to have with yourself you know it's it's quite difficult so just moving on then to kind of colorism and you did a post I think it was um 2021 summer I think um, and it was the one where it was a white background and it was your kind of face mm. side on. Do you know which person? Oh, about? I think, yeah. 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 And so kind of the top bit of it was, which I completely agree with, you are brainwashed into thinking that the European autonomy um, is beauty. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's actually making me feel a bit like, well, as I'm talking about it, because it's so true and I guess well kind of you talked to it and, mm-hmm. and that post and what what was that about because it was it was quite moving I would the reason why I made that post is because people I feel like people um I guess brainwashed whitewashed into thinking that this this whole style of beauty is whiteness and that's so wrong because look at all of us we're so diverse um I can't find someone else who looks exactly like me and I will not find like in London I would not find someone like there's just so many diverse people and the fact that there are so people that we continuously see in this space beauty space etc it are people who are either very 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 thin very much um very fair blue-eyed blonde hair or something yeah that, I think that's the very like set style of beauty whereas like everything else is kind of not which is crazy to me um and even just like having like a button nose or like a nose that isn't um that that doesn't have a like I have a quite like a very South Asian nose, like it has like a, I call it a hook nose. And I think that's beautiful, like, I think that's beautiful, but like a lot of people feel very insecure. And that's another thing, not only like skin, like skin, like features, people want to like drastically change about themselves. Um, A nose is definitely a big one, like especially in the brown community, like people go off and get like nose jobs done because they don't feel... I wouldn't say, yeah, it's just so normalised, like, people just go on their 16th birthday to go and get their nose job done. Yeah. It's it's really messed up. Um, have you, have you experienced that, like, self-comparison? Have you, because you seem quite confident, you know, I've known you a little bit, but 
you to me you seem someone who's really self content um and you know inner confidence is built but have you always been like that or have you had those doubts of oh everyone you, you said you know everyone in the beauty space or a lot of people in the beauty space that you see on screen mm. are slim with blonde hair and perfect features and that's not realistic you know so have you ever felt so self-comparison I'll tell you the biggest hack of your entire life <laughs> is start following people that actually look like yourself on Instagram and social media because yeah, I s- stopped c- comparing myself to other people when I've started following people who look like me. Yeah. Um, seeing that really does help your mental health a lot. Like not following people who don't have a similar body type as you or seeing them try on clothes that you obviously will not look the same in. That can really affect your um, mental health and your well-being. And for me to be content and for me to be self-assured is knowing that, hey, there are other people that look like me. And this is not only this, the, the sound of beauty that, the, that I aspire to be. I aspire to be myself. And... Um, yeah, like definitely start following people who look like yourself. It will do wonders for you. I love that. Yeah. I love aspire to be yourself. That's, I think, the most refreshing sentence I've yeah. heard in a very, very long time. And it's, it is so important. And I think, you know, the podcast is, I have tons of people on here from all different backgrounds of all, all pretty relevant to the beauty space. And everyone has different versions of what works for them and it's so important that the consistent theme is love yourself like it is so important and so social media is one thing have you done anything else that has really helped to build confidence um I say something that like for me to block out noise really helps like if Mm -hmm. I think that I'm in an environment that people just I feel insecure in or mm-hmm. people don't have my best interest, that really drains my confidence. Mm-hmm. So I now decide to just not put myself in certain situations and block out voices that I don't think add anything. Um, is there anything else that you've done that that has really helped um, that might help other people? So I feel like because... I mean, I'm not that big, but like I feel like I do get quite a bit of like... In my head, I think it's like a small following, but like I do, when a post does go viral, I do get like mean, nasty comments by people like instantly like saying things like, oh, she looks like a man, is that a man? Or like instantly trying to masculinize, and that's what they do. Like mm-hmm. people try to masculinize like dark skinned people, it's, it's weird. Or um, people say, oh, she's too dark, or she should definitely beat her skin. Like it's, it's a a frequent thing. Um, sometimes I'm not gonna lie; it does get to me. I'm yeah, I'm, sure. I'm not gonna lie to you and say that it definitely doesn't. It's definitely. I think for me, skin is still a trigger, but I would say it's not as big a trigger that that I was when I was younger. Like I would definitely like throw hands if someone says something. To- <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm like I have I see you out. Um now I definitely have to be more, more composed and just like think of a 
a matured way, a professional way of like clapping back. <laughs> um, Which is what? How do you do that? Um, sometimes it's hard. I'm, I sometimes just speak in a very monotonous tone. Uh, so I just like give off that like emotion back to them. Like they obviously like try and trigger this kind of anger in you. Now I'm just like, well, yeah, anyways. Um, <laughs> And then when people see it, then other people like, 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 okay, she's handling that well. Like, don't ignore them. I am ignoring, ignoring them. I'm just like, yeah, like that's how you should also perceive those comments as well. But it's, it's, it's hard. It's tough. Sometimes when you see like a continuous online trolling and like people just being mean, that, that does affect you. I'm not going to lie. And I would say nothing. Um, like you said, blocking out noise. I would say it's very hard sometimes to be in this, I would say, the beauty industry. It's kind of a little bit toxic, I want to say. Yeah. Um, that's in, what, in what sense? I would say... I'm not sure if I should say. You don't need to go into details. Um, I think a lot of people very competitive uh-huh. as they should be but also very like not nice yeah and sometimes there are like things like I, I just see things I'm like staying out of like there's a lot of drama or like things like that and I have to do like okay let me just mind my own business and keep it moving and I'm just like thankful like I just keep to myself and like this is not nice and also yeah. you don't want to have like a Public falling out with other people, yeah. etc. And also, I think one thing I kind of like struggle. I've done. I used to call out brands a lot. Like I used to be like, I don't like this brand. I don't like this brand. And now I feel like I have to kind of be, keep quiet about this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, I guess that's. It's a tough one because cancel culture is a thing, right? Yeah. And. We don't want to be cancelled as people. And I think when it comes to brands and products, what works for you doesn't necessarily work for somebody else. So if you're hating a, I don't know, a certain concealer or a lip because it just doesn't do anything for Mm -hmm. you. And I think ethical cancellations are different. But like products and stuff, some might not work for you, but be fucking amazing for somebody else. So yeah, yeah, I hear what you mean there. It's it's a hard one. It's it's definitely a hard one because then you're just like, okay, you definitely know you're going to be kicked out of the PR list now if yeah, you start yeah. saying anything. So it's like annoying. And some brands don't like when you say you don't like a product. And I'm like, sometimes you kind of want that honesty, yeah, right? Yeah, like you yeah. don't want to be like, wow, this is a nice product and I don't want to be fake to yeah. my influence. I want to be very real as possible. So sometimes it's tough. How do you handle that then if you... Oh, that's why, that's why I got, that's why I had to go on Twitter and, and, and tweet it instead yeah. and put my Twitter on <laughs> um, so, so we talked a bit about makeup and brands that you're loving and products that you're loving. Um, in terms of skincare, what are you loving at the moment? Because there's a lot. <laughs> oh my God, that's very, very Skincare true. is overwhelming. It is. And I think... People don't like hearing this, but it's definitely a definitely a trial and error. Uh-huh. 
Um, a lot of people don't realize they may not have like sensitive skin. They don't know what like skin type they have, or they might get confused, or they don't know that an ingredient in, for example, they might be allergic to niacinamide, yeah. which isn't basically most skin products yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. So like it's definitely a trial and error. Um, for me, what do I love? I have a weird skin type, so my skin goes oily in the winter but dry in the summer so it's opposite whereas mm-hmm. like for other people it's the other way around yeah. um right now what am i using right now i'm using tatcha oh, yeah I love. it's it's really that girl like it's yeah. luxury and sometimes you just need something very like luxurious to feel like in the mood and i love that um i also love ren i also love inkyless um like, I could be sent 10 different skin cleansers, but I will always stick to my hyaluronic acid cleanser from Yankee Liz. Yeah. Because it's so yeah. good. Yeah. And it doesn't dry out my skin. It doesn't strip my skin, which I love. And There's also a misconception. I have a lot of friends who now use Inky because I've told them about mm-hmm. it or I know the products in depth. Um, there's such a misconception with expensive skincare and uh-huh. affordable skincare um, in that... If you pay more, it's a lot better for your face. And uh, just to clarify, that's not the case. Go to Boots. Like, literally, there's just so many good drugstore brands. Like, really affordable. And sometimes they outperform the high end. Yeah. Because unless it's a skincare brand that's very backed up by science, that have very good proven results, and they've done lots of, like, testing behind the scenes, otherwise it's not... Yeah, There's no yeah. difference. Yeah. 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 No, I hear you. Um, do you have a Holy Grail skincare product? Oh my god. Um, SPF. There you go. Oh, oh my god. I was watching your videos on Shishado. I've not used it. It's bloody amazing. I it's was... probably the best sunscreen I've tried. And my sister just tried it today. And she has um, really, really sensitive skin. She has the eczema pro skin. Like, everything breaks out. But that Shiseido one, she loved and didn't break her out. And it doesn't leave white cast. It doesn't leave a white cast because it's a um, chemical sunscreen, but also doesn't. It's coral reef safe, and is SPF fifty, which is really good. So good. Yeah. I need to try it. And it's fragrance. No, it has a tiny bit of fragrance on it, but it's it's really really nice. Yeah, I need to try it. Um, what is what's next for you? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, yes, I love that answer. I love it. I'm winging it too. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just going with the flow. I feel like Good I'm girl. really young. Yeah. Like, am I supposed to have this like career planned out? Like, no. Right, no. Cool. I love that. I love that answer. Yeah. Um, can I ask you what colour hair you're doing next? Um. Okay. Oh, this is. Are so, you allowed to break it? It's so. After I went to Mexico in Tulum, it ruined my hair. Like, it kind of snapped off my hair a bit. Really? Yeah. Um, have you used Grow Gorgeous? No, what's that? Okay, I'm plugging everything here. But Grow Gorgeous is a hair care brand and shampoo, conditioner. Mm-hmm. They have the best mask. I didn't dye my hair for, like, five years and my hair was completely natural. Yeah. Um, and I bleached pretty much all of it in January. And it's not dry out. It's, it's fantastic. I leave it in for like a day and I love it. I actually use it when I like slick my hair back as well. Oh, I okay. I love it. Try I've it, Greg. I've never heard of it. Okay, fine. Fantastic. Done. Um, but yeah, sorry, your hair. Oh, so I'm thinking by sit. 
September, I feel like that would be the perfect time to bleach my hair again. And it, if I do, I think it's going to be purple. I love it. I think it's you, you, had it, you haven't had it purple before. So I had, a pur had it purple for a week, but it was just not perfect. You see, I'm, <laughs> I, you see, I'm a perfectionist. I... I cannot like stand when it's like streaky or like it has multiple shades of purple in it. And some people are like, you know, it's nice. It's like, no, it's not gonna look like I, I know the me. Like, I have to have it perfect or nothing. I love or it. Nothing. Yeah. I love it. I love the blue. Thank you. I feel like green could be an option now. Someone's like green too, but I'm just like, I feel like it would real suit your face. I really think so too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard. I, I'm so impulsive. I'm also really impulsive. Like, yeah, I'm a really impulsive person. I'm very spontaneous. So if, I don't know, yeah, it will happen. Let's see. Yeah. September is <laughs> not too far away. <laughs> um, okay, so final question that I ask everyone on the show is, what is your version of beauty? So I'd definitely say my version of beauty would be as most inclusive and diverse as possible, but also showing people that are confident in their skin and confident in their bodies and like showing that we can be beautiful as we are i think that's definitely my version yeah and being true to yourself like you don't have to fake hey everyone it's jen and jess from the beauty podcast fat mascara here to talk about sol de janeiro so many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face one of our favorite ways to do that is with sol de janeiro's beige flor elastic cream a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks plus it's scented with sol de janeiro's charosa 68 fragrance sol de janeiro is offering you 10 percent off your first order on sol de and free shipping with the code acast 10 that's so L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Being yourself, like being as true as possible. As possible. Yeah. Thank, Thank you yeah. so much. That was so great. Um, Thanks for taking the time. You like this episode, hit subscribe and leave us a review. 